Today I tell the story of moving out of my parents' basement. Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma and today's episode of Journey to Success, I'm going to talk to you guys about my story of moving out of my parents' basement. Now before I get into all that, uh, just quickly for those who might not know, the Journey to Success, um, it's very much something that I started because I'm not successful yet, but I know I will be. And so I want to document the journey to getting there. I don't know anyone else really doing that. Um, you know, from my perspective, I only see the people who've already made it. So I want to, I'd want to watch someone on their journey to success. So thanks for joining me on this and uh, let's get right into it. So moving out of my parents' basement, this is an interesting story. So, you know, it's back in 2018, if I remember, uh, I had, I had just done like basically a year of being out of university so I had already graduated and out into the real world I put that in air quotes because I still even though I started my career even though I was done uni and I got that piece of paper I was not completely independent I was still living under my parents roof and I, I felt like, you know, the next step for me was to go out on my own and figure things out on my own and live life on my own. So um, before I get into the whole story, I do want to say how much I, I love my parents. I love my parents to death. I really want to preface this whole story to say that, you know, I wouldn't be, I obviously would not be here without them and all the sacrifices they made and having immigrant parents, you know, who sacrificed their comfortable lives back home to 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 come over here and for better opportunities for their children. I'll never be able to thank them enough for that. But with that being said, and I think a lot of my uh, friends with immigrant parents will relate to, they never really fully ingrain into western society. Even though they'll, you know, many of the Many of the things they will adjust to, um, they will still carry a large part of their own culture with them, whatever culture that may be, wherever you're from. So, you know, even though they've largely assimilated into the culture, there's this constant internal battle when you're uh, first generation Canadian or, or where, wherever, um, you know, where you've got your friend group and you've got society here living a certain way and then at home you've got this kind of microcosm of what it's like uh, back home because your parents quite frankly don't want to let go of that part of their culture or their heritage which is completely acceptable understandable and you actually wouldn't even want them to change that it's it's you who has to kind of take yourself out of that and um bring a level of understanding to them that, hey, this is how I want to live my life. These are the things that I want to do. I might not follow these uh, same, the same path and, you know, have six generations of people living under one roof or, you know, uh, just a bunch of, you know, cultural things that you just, they clash. Let's just say that. So despite their sacrifice, I love them to death. I knew that I thrive when I'm not living 
at home. I, I just know it whenever I travel, um, when I got to go on an exchange, all that kind of stuff is like, I was thriving. I was really figuring out who I am as a person and what I want to do and you know what I want to do with my life. So I knew that was something that I have to do. But <laughs> it's a it, it's a weird thing because I didn't really it's not like you just wake up one day and you completely know that okay today's the day this is when I'm financially ready this is when I've, I've got a place lined up and you know it's never really that clean cut so I'll, I'll get into the story so <laughs> I'm uh my parents have recently moved into this uh this home and um you know the plan was for me to have the basement uh, as my my bedroom and my kind of kind of apartment, and so I'm sitting there, and you know it was um it was a home where you know what you go into the house and there's like an opening to the basement, but there wasn't a door. It was like very much open, and there wasn't a door at the bottom. So it's like you still don't have like your privacy. You still don't have like your own quote unquote space. So. I'm down there and I think that's nice. It's got a bathroom down there, which is pretty cool. You know, I didn't have that before, um, my own at least. And, you know, it's got like the ba bare bones basics of what could be a kitchen, but not like it's not fully like renovated in that aspect. And, you know, I'm just I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I need I, I need to like separate this space a bit. So <laughs> so what did I do? I hired a contractor to build a door and it wasn't possible to build one at the top of the stairs because again it was very open you would have to build a massive anyways so we're like man i'll just build one at the bottom of the stairs why not it'll at least give me some privacy um you know <laughs> and uh i'll have i'll have a little bit more space at least until i figure out my next move so i got this door built and long story short on that I hired the worst contractor you could have possibly hired at. Yes, I cheaped out. I learned my lesson. This dude built a crooked door on a shitty frame. It was just a complete nightmare. But um, at the end of the day, I got a door. And I'm sitting down there once this crappy project's complete. And it's just, I sat there, I'm like, this ain't it, bro. This just ain't it. I'm sitting there like, I got a door, but man, it's Something was not sitting right with me. The point was, I could not thrive under the same roof as my parents. It's not that they were doing anything wrong. It's just, they were the ones doing all the groceries. They're the ones, you know, taking care of uh, a lot of the bills that I w wasn't paying. Like, you know, I'd only be taking care of my own things, like my own clothing or, or cell phone, car insurance, that kind of stuff, right? But I wasn't... Like I wasn't, I never felt fully like I'm a, like I'm a man. I'm taking care of my own, you know, everything now. So because I had a nine to five job uh, throughout this whole experience and I was quite frankly saving a decent amount of money living at home. That's like obviously one of the biggest arg arguments for that. I still didn't feel like I had like saved up enough or that I was ready enough to move out. But it was when I was sitting in the basement when it was like, I'm looking at this crooked, shitty door. I'm just like, man, I gotta, I gotta go, man. 
So, you know, the point was my growth had been stagnated. I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. So anyways, it's like December of 2018. And I remember I'm on a trip with my cousin uh, and my brother and we're in Toronto and I'm just cooling. It's kind of like a mini vacation, um, you know, even though it's just Toronto. Um, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm like, man, I'm not going back to my parents' crib. I'm, I'm not going back to my parents' house. Like, I love them to death. Again, remember that. Like, I want to make that completely clear. I love them to death. But I got to go, man. I got to spread my wings. And so... <laughs> I'm sitting in Toronto and I'm like, yo, and I had already been looking for like different rentals. I checked like Facebook. I was checking like Kijiji, uh, Pad Mapper, some of these other like places where you could check rental listings. I wasn't finding anything, man. Nothing in a good location uh, within budget, you know, decent lease terms. Like I was just like, being overly picky about it but at the same time like this is where you live man you know what i'm saying like i didn't want to be in like a very shitty area of the city either uh and i didn't want to be paying through the roof either so it was like trying to find that balance so i'm like man let me just check airbnb like i don't know why this stuff came about but I'm like, let me just check airbnb i heard they might have long-term listings so i go on there and i check ottawa you know something like for a month and I found this one listing in the Westboro area. And those who live in Ottawa uh, know that the Westboro area is kind of a little bit of a nicer area. And I'm like, okay. And this is very close to my where I work. I check it out. I'm like, yo, these people are gone for like two, three months. And they need a tenant. And they need one ASAP. And they were willing to give a discount of 40% if you booked a month or more. So I'm like, yo, book it. So I went and I booked that Airbnb you know, without even giving this too much thought, I'm just like, nah, I need this. If if nothing else, I need some space to figure things out. <laughs> and so um, I booked this uh, Airbnb. It's a one bedroom, like obviously fully furnished and it's got everything I need until I figure things out a little bit more, right? And now it's like, where? <laughs> now it's where like, I booked this place for like two months and I'm like, I'm starting this new year. I'm starting 2019 on a different note, man. So I come back to Ottawa and I didn't really know how to break this to my parents. Cause it's not like I found a, a place, like I'm renting a place for two months. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell them that. So I, I sat him down and, uh, I was like, hey guys, like, look, I know you guys know this too, but I've been, you know, it's overdue. I've been needing to move out. It just has to happen. It's not you guys, it's me. It's not you, it's me. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I found a place. It's a short-term rental, um, but it's all very legit. I did not tell them it's Airbnb. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm going to be there for, I forgot what I told them, like, five months until i find a, a place to stay my pops is like about time and my mom on the other hand man she lost it she was like crying 
She's like, no, son, why you got to go? Stay here. Everything's here. Everything's all good. I'm like, mom, that's the point. I got to go. And uh, to be honest with you, to this day, it's been over a year and a half since I moved out. I still don't think she's fully over it. She still tries to cook me food. She still tries to, you know, she's like, let me take care of this for you. It's like, man, mom, I love you, but I could take care of myself. So it was a big, like, it seems like it's not that big of a deal, right? But when the expectation from, like, in Indian society specifically is to live with your parents until they die, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Indian Indian households are multi-generational households. So I kind of, it was like going against the grain a little bit. They knew I was going to move out, but they didn't think it was going to be then and there. And so packed all my shit. Uh, got my brother to help me out, moved all my stuff into this apartment. And that night, that first night laying down in, in obviously someone else's bed, kind of weird, but laying down in a bed and just like feeling this, almost this fear, but then also like uncertainty at the same time, but then also relief like ultimate like sigh of fresh air like it's time i made a decision and i know deep down in my heart i'm not moving back in like like it, that's it i'm gonna find a spot and it's that it's it's go time like i'm not once i'm out i'm not gonna move back in it was just something it was decided that's just how i am um and so you know found the spot i'm there and now it's like i gotta try to figure out where am i really gonna stay and so fast forward like a month goes by i'm living in this place i'm loving it i'm cooking my own food i've got my own groceries i'm i'm you know learning you know how much i'm spending on things i'm getting my finances right um and i'm it's a it's a complete experimentation phase i'm literally just figuring things out and that's what sometimes I think you need to do in life. I think it's even when you don't feel like you're ready, jump off the deep end and just figure it out. And so for me, I, I still had to find a place. So I, I got on Kijiji and one day I get on Kijiji and I see this listing, um, you know, Westboro studio apartment um, month to month. And I'm like, damn, bro. Cause I had been looking for that whole month and months actually for, for a spot in an ideal location within budget, um, with flexible rental terms. Like I don't want to sign a year lease to a place that I don't necessarily want to sign a year lease to. And so I got really lucky, man. I, I hit up this guy and I call him up and there's something weird about the ad though. Cause there's no photos of the apartment. I was like, called the guy up. I'm like, can I come check this out? He's like, yeah, but come right now because there's overwhelming demand. Like, there's a lot of people who want to rent this place. So it happened to be two streets down from where I was staying at, the Airbnb. It was two streets down. So I got over there. I talked to the uh, the gentleman. And the first question I asked him was like, bro, why don't you have any photos of the spot? And he's like, he was an elderly gentleman. And he's like, I couldn't figure out how to upload photos to Kijiji. Anyways, 
Um, so I, I check out, I, I, I'm like, can you at least show me the place? And he's like, yeah, the old tenant still has his stuff there, but, um, it's going to be, that, that stuff's all going to be gone soon. And then you can move your, move in. I'm like, okay. I check it out and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I had never seen someone live like this. Like the previous tenant, this dude was an absolute hoarder. Like, I don't know, maybe I can edit in a video that I made of that place. But it absolutely blew my mind that people could live like this. Um, I'm like, I'm not trying to hate, but the dude had like two kids in here. And like, I've never seen so many things. And it was very hard for me to picture. Yo, like, how am I going to live in this dump? But I had the vision. I'm like, okay, you know what? Once I, once I get this all this stuff out, I'm telling you, dude had so much stuff. You know what? I'm going to link the video. But... She had so much stuff and I'm just like, bro, what like what do I like what do I do with this? But I had the vision, I'm like, yo, once I get all this stuff out, I put like a smaller bed in, I could make this like my main room. I could even, you know, do this, I could do that, I could throw some paint on the wall, I could make it my own, you know? So I had that vision and you know, I know the story is getting kinda long now, but you know, long story short, I I I got the deal done with the guy and it's like, yo, I officially moved out. And so, you know, all that kind of started from just this gut feeling that I had when I was sitting in that basement and I was like, this ain't it, bro. This is not it. Like, I, I think there's, there's, I think I got to do something else. So always pay attention to that gut feeling, make sure you appreciate it. And, um, you know, it wasn't much of a risk. Like, I'm not saying I took some crazy risk, but just just jump and see what happens. You know, what was it going to be the worst thing that happened? I had to move back home. I wasn't going to do that, but, you know, when you know, you know. And so, yeah, kind of, that was just, I, I just wanted to set up the story and tell you guys kind of, um, you know, me moving out of my parents' basement represented a lot of change in my life, a lot of growth. And um, so I'm actually going to be doing another video on that, another podcast episode of Journey to Success on kind of the seven takeaways, you know, of this experience and why I think it's so important to, to have your own space and, and grow. And especially when you're young and you're not tied to too many things. Um, you know, figure out who you are, figure out how you want to live, figure out the things that you uh, want to do with your experience, with your one life. Because at the end of the day, we only get one life. That's really like the thing that I want to drive home with Journey to Success is I might, I might be like intense sometimes, I might be funny sometimes, I might be whatever, but I'm literally just trying to always get this point across that we only have one life, so make the best of it. Realize your potential. Don't just sit around and just complain about the world around you or the situation that you're in or the circumstances that you're in. I'm very lucky that I've been able to do this, but there's nothing out there that says that you can't just, you know, get, a, get your ducks in a row and move out. Like, we overcomplicate it and... 
we overcomplicate a lot of things in life. And I'll leave you with this. It's not that deep. Thanks for listening and check out the next episode of Journey to Success where I uh, outline my seven takeaways from moving up. Thanks. Remember, it's not that deep.